0: Local people, local stories. This is the all local from 1010 Wins. I'm Kathleen Marple Kalb, and here are today's top local stories. New day, new George Santos stories. First, the report that he claimed to be a Broadway producer, and not just any show either. Yeah, Bloomberg is reporting that the embattled Republican congressman claimed to be the producer of Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark, considered to be a notorious bomb. A spokesperson for the show told EW that of all the tribulations they had to endure, they are very pleased, proud, and relieved, that's a quote, to report that working with Santos was not one of them. Plus, there's the little issue of the parking tickets. CBS 2 News reporting that he owes some $3,400 in unpaid citations, according to records in New York City and Florida. There is no comment so far from his office. Somebody also sprayed graffiti at Santos's Queen's office. His staff found that early yesterday, gold paint with the words Scata, Lash, and MIPA. Authorities are trying to figure out what it meant. Yep, yep, we can't. Yep, And yep. still looking for the suspect. There is no word on the whereabouts of these Sesame Street Martians at the time. It'll soon be easier to move between the cars on subway trains. MTA plans to start testing new R211s with open connections between cars. Chair and CEO John O'Leaver telling CBS2 News. They have the soft accordion walls um, that allow... the the entire train set to be connected so people can move from one car to another smoothly. The first of the trains will start running this fall on the A&C lines. There are plans to add more if they work well. Few more workers are coming back to the office in Manhattan, but the vast majority of places are staying hybrid. That is the word from a new survey by the Partnership for New York City as reported in Newsday. As of late January, 52% of workers were coming in on an average weekday. That is a tick up from 49% in September. But only 9% are in the office five days a week. That's the same number as September. The number of folks who are fully remote did drop a bit to 10%, down from 16. Some 82% of employers expect to continue hybrid this year. The partnership tells Newsday they're moving in the right direction in terms of people reconnecting with the office. A month after a truck killed a 62 year old cyclist in Astoria, lawmakers came to the intersection where she died with a demand for more bike lanes. State Senator Kristen Gonzalez laid it on the line regarding the death of cyclist Tammy Cow. This is not an accident, this is a policy failure. The policy failure being not enough protected bike lanes. State Assembly members Aran Mandani joined other lawmakers in demanding that the city construct two more bike lanes here by September. What we are calling for is protected bike lanes in Astoria. Not just a north-south, not just an east-west, but both. The city transportation department says they will present proposals this year. Roger Stern, 1010 winds on 92.3 FM in Astoria. Now, this is pretty much the worst possible time to be without heat and hot water, but that's exactly what happened to people in nine NYCHA buildings. The authority says a total of nine were without heat and hot water for much of the day and night yesterday. Nearly 2,500 people and more than 1,000 units affected. Augustin lives in the Moore Houses in the Bronx. It's cold. There's no water. There's no heat And nothing. It's, I mean, it's cold. Problem was solved in most buildings by midnight. As of 2 a.m., NYCHA said they had restored heat and hot water to all but two buildings. Gomper's Building Two on Pitt Street in Manhattan. Now it's late word that they got their heat back at 5 a.m. Lennox Road in Brooklyn, the Lennox Parkway Building Road Parkway Building is said to be the only one left now. And the state safety officials are reminding people to be extremely careful. Jackie Bray of the Division of Homeland Security and Emergency Services says be very careful when you use space heaters. It needs to be three feet or more away from any curtains, blankets, um, sort of, you know, flammable material. The second thing is that you should not use an extension cord. That needs that plug needs to go right into the wall. And then finally, if you leave the room, you should turn it off. Of course, whatever the weather brings, stay with 1010Winds at 1010Winds.com for all the latest info. We'll get you through. New York City lawmakers are pushing Governor Hochul to leave the cap on charter schools in place. She recently proposed lifting city limits on charter schools, which could allow for over 100 new ones. That, after more than a half dozen state lawmakers say, would revert revert resources from traditional public schools instead. The lawmakers, as well as some parents and community leaders, rallied on city hall steps yesterday against the proposal. Mixed numbers on crime in the first month of the year. NYPD says shootings and homicides were down, but other major crimes, including assault and robbery, increased. Latest numbers show a 26 percent drop in shootings, 73 this year, compared to 99 in January of 2022. The Bronx, Brooklyn, and Manhattan all saw significant decreases. Other major crimes, though, including robbery, felony assault, and car theft, ticked up 4%. Police Commissioner Keychance Sewell says more work is needed in some categories of crime, and they're determined to reduce those trends. Updating a story you heard here on 1010 Winds, police are still looking for the man who beat the owner of Ray's candy store in the East Village so badly he suffered broken facial bones and can only eat through a straw. Ray Alvarez has been running that 24-hour shop for some 50 years. He was beaten in what police describe as a random attack around 3 a.m. Tuesday, he told Tintin Wins. The, the way that he hit me, that heavy uh, I should have been dead enough. He suffered three broken facial bones and a dislocated jaw, but despite that, he was back at the store counter yesterday. There's no further word on the search for a suspect. A retired NYPD officer is reportedly one of the people found dead in a possible murder suicide in Brooklyn. Police confirm only that 49 year old Petlin Job and her 56 year old boyfriend Alex DeLone were found dead in the home in East Flatbush yesterday afternoon. Media reports, though, say the two had suffered gunshot wounds to the head and that the case is being investigated as a possible murder suicide. Alex DeLone's brother Ernst spoke with reporters at the scene. I can't even tell my mom what's going on because she's oh, nine years old. Know? She's nine years old. Mm. <laughs> Okay, oh, even my sisters, I don't even could tell them to let them know. Okay, I already told that my boss police say the investigation is still underway. Thanks for listening to the All Local from 1010 Winds. And for the latest news, traffic and weather, tune to 1010 Winds, visit 1010winds.com or download the Odyssey app to take us wherever you go.